0: Hello and welcome to Disney Travel Tales, a podcast that allows you to immerse yourself in someone's recent Disney trip. I'm Jenny and I'm so happy to be here with you talking about my favorite thing Disney trips. Join us every Friday as we explore the parks or cruise ships with a new guest and learn inside tips and tricks to hopefully help make your vacation go a little smoother. Make sure to subscribe to the show wherever you are listening so you never miss a new episode, and I would love it if you left a positive review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. This is the easiest way to support the podcast. Another way to support the podcast is to use me as your travel agent at no cost to you. Email me at Jenny at TrolleyLaneTravel.com. Let me do all the hard planning while you sit back and count down the days to your vacation. Okay, so let's get going with today's show. Hello and welcome to Disney Travel Tales, episode number 74. This episode is all about the new things that are coming to the 2024 Walt Disney World vacation plans. This episode and then next week's episode, I'm really going to focus on planning those 2024 vacations since that date is very soon. They will drop on May 31st. And so if you're really thinking that next year is the year that you're going to want to travel to Disney, there's actually a lot that you need to do to prepare yourself to get that perfect quote, either if you do it yourself or if you use a travel agent. So I'm hoping that this episode is just this episode and next week's episode are just a little bit helpful to you. So you kind of know what is being offered. There are some new things that you'll be able to add to your vacation package. And yeah, I just want to make sure that everyone is prepared. I also just want to say real quick, um, this month has been kind of hard for the podcast. I was supposed to have some guests on to do their travel tales, and they have canceled. And so I'm trying to fill in with these episodes, probably for the next four episodes of me just talking about different things at the parks, because this summer I have so much amazing content that will be here on the show, and I didn't just want to take a month break. I really wanted to try to find things that I could talk about so that there's something for you to listen to. I've heard before from listeners, they really hate when the podcast goes on a break, which I totally understand because I do feel that way about the podcast that I listen to, but in the summer, I usually take a break from recording just so I can be more present with my family and spend more time with my kids, but I myself am traveling to Disney this summer and so I'm going to have a lot of content that I want to share And I also already have a lot of guests that want to come on the show. So this summer, I am going to still be recording. We will probably have episodes all the way through August, which is really exciting. But yeah, May was kind of a tough month with the cancellations, which I totally understand when people need to cancel. But it is hard when your podcast revolves around interviewing people. So if you're going to Disney anytime soon and you want to come on the show, I would love to have you just send me a message. Um, You can find me on Instagram at Disney Travel Tales or shoot me an email. All of that information is in the show notes. Okay, but on to today's show. So let's talk about the new things that Disney is going to be offering in 2024. There are some things that they have announced, such as a change will be made to Genie Plus where you can schedule rides ahead of time. That's not going to affect your vacation when you plan, when you're actually planning and booking for 2024. We also have no details on that. We're just going to have to kind of wait and see how that goes. Um, But that is one thing that they're offering, which is pretty cool. Something else that they're offering is park reservations. They're going away for people who have data tickets. I know this might sound confusing. Like what is a data ticket? A dated ticket is anyone who is buying a vacation package. So it's just your regular people traveling to Disney. So when I go to Disney, I live in Texas. I don't have an annual pass. My ticket is a dated ticket because I'm only going to be there for a certain amount of time. I will no longer need park reservations and neither will you when you book your vacation. If you are not an annual pass holder or if you're visiting with a convention or a really large group, You might still need a park reservation. Um, A lot of times, especially when you're with a convention or a group, they might help you take care of that. So I really wouldn't worry about it. This is for your everyday families who are visiting Disney on their family vacation, their big vacation, their once in a lifetime Disney vacation. This is for you. And starting January 9th, you will not need to make a park reservation. I am actually really excited about this change. A lot of people don't even realize or remember, but back in 2019 or back in 2020, before the parks closed, you could just go wake up and visit any park that you wanted to. It was not, oh, I have to go to Magic Kingdom this day. And then if you have a park hopper, you can leave at two. You can wake up and visit any park you want to. This is so nice, especially when you're, not wanting your vacation to be super planned or just lots of schedules and stuff. You just kind of wake up and see where you want to go that day. See where your family wants to go. Maybe you want to visit Magic Kingdom a second time you went the day before. Maybe you just really want to go back because you had such a great time. You're going to be able to do that without having to worry about a park reservation. Now, as of right now, Park hopping is still at 2 p.m., so that has not changed. That has not been announced if that's going to change. So if you have a park hopper on your ticket, you're still going to have to wait until 2 p.m. to visit a different park. Another really exciting addition and probably the most exciting addition to 2024 packages is the dining plan. Yes, Disney used to have a great dining plan. There were lots of different tiers and levels, which I'm not even going to get into because they don't matter anymore. Um, But families really liked this option when they were planning their trips because it made your trip feel more as like an all-inclusive trip. So you can go ahead and purchase a dining package when you purchase your vacation package and some of your meals are covered. So when you're at Disney, you're not having to budget for every single snack or every single meal because you've already paid for some of those. This is also, I think, really helpful for um, families, people with children of all ages, because there is truly nothing worse than when you're on vacation and you order your kid food and they just kind of stand there and stare at it, sit there and stare at it and they don't eat it. It Then you get the bill and you see how much it was and it can add a lot of stress to vacation. Unnecessary stress. So when those meals are paid for in advance, it's going to feel a lot different when you're at that table. So your kid didn't eat all their food. It's not like you're paying for it right there. You've already paid for it months ago. I think it's just adds a little bit of ease, um, takes a little pressure off the vacation. And I think the dining plan is going to be such a great addition for families. It is definitely not for everyone. There are people who do not use the dining plan who don't want to use the dining plan, and that's great. But the fact that it is there for people if they want to use it, that's what I think everyone is most very excited about. So now I'm just going to kind of talk about what the two dining plans that they're offering, what they're gonna look like. Now we have no pricing on these, so I can't get into that. Hopefully that will be coming out before May 31st, but we are unsure of that yet. And so I'm just gonna get into what Disney has released and the information they have given us about the dining plans. When was the last time you visited a Disney park? For many adults, it's been a really long time. I would love to help you fix that situation. As a travel agent specializing in Disney, my job is to make sure your vacation can go as seamless as possible. All of my services are complimentary to my clients. Yes, you heard that right. I'm free to you. These services include helping you from the start finding the perfect resort to fit your needs, handling all the bookings and reservations, helping to teach you about the parks, because if it's been a while, man, have they changed. I have insider tips and tricks I share with all of my clients, and I will be your single point of contact throughout your entire trip, even while you are there. Don't wait another year to visit a Disney park or go on a Disney cruise. Let this be the year you finally go. Email me at Jenny at TrolleyLaneTravel.com to get the conversation started, or see the link in the show notes to fill out my quote form. All listeners that book a trip with me will receive a $20 gift card to use on their trip. Just make sure you say you heard this on the podcast. Okay, now back to the show. Real quick before I start breaking down the dining plans, I wanted to mention that if you decide to purchase a dining plan, every person that is on the room reservation has to purchase it as well. So you can't just purchase it, let's say, for the adults and not the kids. Everyone is going to have to purchase this. It is priced differently for kids. And remember, kids at Disney is ages three to nine. So that is also something to keep in mind. Um, That's the same when you're at a restaurant. The quick service isn't necessarily like that. Um, Some table services also are not. Super strict about that, but the character meals, um, Be Our Guest, Cinderella's Royal Table, things like that, they are. If you are, if your child is 10 and older, they will be charged the adult price. So actually, this is also kind of where it is nice to buy the dining plan, so you don't have to be stressed out that you are paying a really expensive price for your child to probably just eat a couple of things off of their plate. Okay, so we're done with that. So now you understand if you decide to purchase it, it has to be purchased for every person that is on the reservation. Okay. So the first plan I'm going to talk about is the quick service dining plan. Now this is going to be the lowest tier of the dining plan that is going to be offered in 2024. And so for each person on the room reservation, it includes two counter service meals per night, one snack per night, and a refillable drink mug per your stay. So if you're staying three nights, you will have two counter service meals for three days, one snack for three days, and then you have your refillable drink mug for your entire stay. I'm really curious to see what their pricing on this is going to be because I actually think this is going to be a great option, especially for families. This will help just get some of your meals paid for and it's typically so in the past, it was offered for $55 an adult and $26 for a child per night. Um, that's really not a bad price. Now there will be a price increase because of inflation. I mean, this hasn't been offered in since, since 2019. So of course there will be, Um, a price increase. How much, we are not sure, but I still think this is actually a really great option if you're not wanting to bite the bullet and do the table service meals. And lately I've realized as I'm planning trips for people, a lot of people don't want to do table service meals. They don't want to take the time out of the parks and they don't really want to sit down in a restaurant with their kids who might not do great in restaurants. And so this quick service dining plan, I'm really curious to see how popular it's going to be. The next dining plan that's going to be offered is just the standard Disney dining plan. Um, For this one, for each person on the room per night will be one counter service meal, one sit down meal, one snack, and of course the refillable drink mug. So the last time that this was offered, it was $78 an adult and $30.51 a child. And of course, again, this will be increased. This is also a great plan if you're wanting to do a sit down meal every day. Some people don't like to schedule sit down meals for every day of their trip. Some people do. If you are wanting to do kind of a lot of dining, like especially in the parks, if you're wanting to um, not really bring your own snacks and really take advantage of all the Disney food, if you're a Disney foodie person, This might be a great option for you to help take care of that dining cost. So once you're there, you don't have to worry about it. Um, Of course, you can, you know, still eat whatever you want. You can still purchase a la carte, whatever you want, but it is nice to at least have some of it paid for. And if you go with this meal or with this plan, with the sit down meal, the counter service meal, which is a quick service and the snack, then that's a lot of food your food for the day is pretty much going to be covered. um, besides for anything else that you want to get maybe on the side. Another great thing is even if you do have kids, even if you do have small kids, you can order them their snack and you can eat it. Um, it's not like they're the ones that are going to have to eat their snack. You can order them a counter service meal and then you can eat it. So there are definitely are ways that you can make this work. Um, But yeah, I think these dining plans are going to be really great options for families who are wanting that all-inclusive vacation, who are wanting to be able to plan out how much money they really need on their trip. The most popular question that is asked when it comes to the dining plans is, is it worth it? Now, of course, this is going to be different for every person. This is going to be different for every family. You just need to decide if this is going to be worth it for you, how important it is How important is it to you to be able to prepay for some of your food so you don't have to worry about your food as much as when you're at the parks? If you're planning on ordering groceries and bringing a bunch of food into the parks, this might not be the right move for you. Um, But if you are just wanting to go on vacation and eat in the parks and have the sit down meals and just kind of not have to worry and stress about it, then this might be an option you want to think about. When we took our first Disney trip, I actually did not get the Disney dining plan because my kids were younger. There were a lot more options when it came to the Disney dining plan. I think there were like four or five at the time and I planned my own trip and it was very confusing. So I kind of just was like, we're just going to wing it. We're going to do whatever we want. Once we were there, I was like, dang, I should have at least bought the lowest tier. I should have bought something because it is stressful when you're with your kids and they're not wanting to eat and you're ordering them food. And so hindsight, I wish I would have at least got the lowest tier plan to get some of the food paid for in advance. If you have any questions about the dining plans, um, Send me an email. I would love to help answer your questions as best as I can. Hopefully by May 31st, more information is rolled out about them. We can see a little bit more about what they're going to entail. That would be very helpful for guests. But yeah, I would love to help you. So just let me know if you have any questions. And another thing that is new and coming to 2024 for guests that will be visiting Walt Disney World um, is more time in the parks for guests staying on site. So they did say that they are going to keep the deluxe extra, like the extended hours for guests staying at deluxe resorts. I personally have taken advantage of this. I love this. I will be staying at a deluxe resort again when I go back in June, just so I can take advantage of these nights. I think they're fantastic. Um, Now, the one I did do in Epcot was okay. But the one at Magic Kingdom, oh my gosh, it's just so worth it. There's really not that many people in the park. I love being at Magic Kingdom at night anyways, and you get to stay extra light. So it definitely is a perk. I am kind of hoping that they add this maybe at Hollywood Studios. And I do know this isn't really possible to add at Animal Kingdom. One of the reasons um, Animal Kingdom closes so early is because of the animals. They have to take care of them. And so I think it would be really hard to have that park stay open longer. Um, But adding a night at Hollywood Studios, I think, would be a game changer for a lot of guests looking uh, to visit and to stay at a deluxe resort. Now, um, I do wonder what they're going to do with the morning hours right now. Guests staying at any Disney resort on property in a couple of the good neighbor hotels like the Swan and Dolphin, they get 30 minutes extra in the park every morning. So I'm wondering if they're going to extend that, if they're going to change that to maybe certain mornings, it can be at any park at this time. Um, but yeah, so there will be some added benefits to that. There will be some changes to that, but ultimately it is staying. So it will still be there for you when you plan. So if you're thinking, Hey, I might want to stay at a deluxe resort in 2024. I might want to see what that cost," Then you will still be able to have your extended hours and maybe they're going to at another park. Who knows? We'll have to wait and see. Again, I hope this episode was helpful to you. If you have any questions, if you're wanting to plan a 2024 vacation, I would love to help you. Um, check the show notes for my quote form. I already have a stack of quote forms. I'm looking at it right now. I am getting ready to help these people plan a magical vacation in 2024. And I would love to help you as well. listening today i really appreciate you spending your time over here with us and i hope this was just what you needed to hear today i'm always looking for new guests for the podcast so if you are traveling to any disney park or cruise see the show notes for more information about being on the show visit the show all around the web at disneytraveltales.com or find us on instagram and facebook at disneytraveltales See pictures from the guests on their vacations. Plus, this is just a great way to stay up to date with all things related to the podcast and Disney travel in general. Join me next week with a brand new episode. So until then, this is Jenny and may all your Disney travel dreams become a reality.